Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Keju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Pop Edition. How are you, Ma? What's up? Oh, I'm doing great, sweetie. Everything is wonderful over my end. How about with you? What's going on with you? Oh, everything is going really well. Um, I'm, okay. I'm, you know, kind of just getting everything together and things aren't as hectic. And so I love that. And I'm excited to, um, you know, go to Hawaii uh, coming okay. up next week. All Are right. you excited? Yes, I'm extremely excited. Just a few more days. Are you packed? I will be there. I am more than I did. Listen, I believe it when I get there. there we've had, you know, quite a few obstacles. Um, however, and, you know, the day is approaching rapidly and I will be happy to just, you know, stretch out on the beach, do some sightseeing and enjoy a lovely luau and, you know, whatever else I'm going to do. Yes, I'm very excited. All right. Well, my me too. And um, particularly I, for the luau. Okay. All right. Now, yeah, the okay. luau should be fun. All right. Uh, okay. So, my we um probably should you know do our little toast first because we have a few things that we need to you know talk about with okay. some news. Um, All this right. is what are, we, what are we sipping on? Well, my this is AAPI month. Okay. okay. So we are gonna have some a quarry cherry blossom gin. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. Okay, let's raise our glasses to long life and prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness, and have a glorious AAPI month. Salud. Salud. Mmm, delish. It's good for gin. You know, I'm not a gin drinker. No, oh, very good. Well, let me stop saying what I'm not. And say what I am. Okay. Right. Before we before we get into the Met Gala, because there's lots to talk about with that, let's talk about something that I saw on the news earlier this morning, Mom. And it's something that could have been predicted. Loneliness is as dangerous as smoking, says the U.S. Surgeon General. So Surgeon General Vivek Murphy has released an advisory calling for so social isolation to be treated as seriously as obesity or drug abuse. It okay. warns that almost half of all Americans from all walks of life are thought to have been affected. And it says loneliness is reported to increase the risk of premature death by almost 30% through health conditions, including diabetes, heart attacks, insomnia, and dementia. Okay, and we know that the pandemic worsened this effect. Yes. Now, what are your thoughts? It's exacerbated. What do you What are your thoughts on this? Well, I'm not exactly sure what you're, you know, asking me. But what I'm going to say is that I'm well aware that people are more disconnected than ever. People are more fearful. People are more connected to their computers. Mm -hmm. People, uh, you know, don't interact within the community as much. Uh, also, this thing about working from home, there's no, uh, there's not that sense of community and connection and mentorship and, and rapport that you get from going to and from work mm -hmm. every day and being in an office environment and even interacting during lunchtime and, and connecting to the people where you go and buy your coffee and, uh, you know, this and that. 
all those kind of uh, human connections, you know, have been uh, have dissipated. You know, I'm not saying they're completely gone, but they have certainly uh, been, you know, reduced. And we see that a trend mm-hmm. uh, since the pandemic. You know, so, definitely. What What are and, your thoughts on work from home, Mom? Because I, I mean, I, I kind of am. You know, in the, the middle. What? Because well, I do work from what? home. Well, it's it. You know, once again, it just simply depends. I mean, there's a, like everything else; it cuts both ways. There's the advantages and disadvantages. Uh, for some jobs, it's fine. It's cost effective. Uh, it saves time. Um, but I kind of like you know the commuting is is a big negative because most of the commute is unpleasant for people simply because it's crowded right and also very costly mm-hmm. so you know so you don't necessarily like the commute but there's certain uh there's a certain level of engagement people have and people make when they're commuting sometimes mm-hmm. they ride with the same people sometimes they talk with the same people you make new friends it, absolutely you know, and retain old friends and, you know, and uh, and see things along the way, you know, learn about things, make all kind of different connections, you know, word of mouth connections about different things going on in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, even though commuting can be uh, inconvenient, it can also be very beneficial. Um, I think overall, I kind of really like going into the office Really? Over I like I I like I like a kind of mixture. I think I think a mixture is good. I like a hybrid model, not going in necessarily every day, but I don't like the total disconnection from the office. I I, I really I don't like that because there's no bonding. uh, There's no maybe because my background in social services, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, there was a lot of interaction with the clients. In connection to the clients, mm-hmm. and uh, some of it w- was unpleasant, but most of it was very gratifying. And so, um, I, I don't even know how you would have that kind of job, you know, working from well, home. Well, you couldn't have you really that could. type of job. You couldn't have that just, kind of job working just, from home. But you know, just, just like working in a medical field, just the, just you know, the for connection. The yeah, right. Just the connections. Period. The connections, even with your um, with your coworkers. You know, good and bad, good and bad, well, but a lot good, a lot pleasant. You know, well, sometimes you, people meet friends on on their job that they keep, you know, for years, for a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. You know, so mm, I you think know, it. I, you, I don't I, like total disconnection from the job. I do not. I think I think it has its its pluses and its minuses. For for me, I enjoy working from home because just in general, like I just get a lot of work done. But you know, at the end well, of the day, because you, well, you have your own business, so that's, that's true. Totally, that's totally different. That's true, and sometimes yeah. I do need to be on site for meeting yeah. with clients so, and you so know yeah. certain different yeah. things. Yeah, um, right. But I will also say though too, it sometimes it could have a negative effect, and that you become so overwhelmed, depending on your personality. You know, you don't. It's difficult for you to separate work from you know your your right, personal time right, right. there's okay. the right there's always the spillage of you know of work on into your you know personal time and you don't clock out at five o'clock or mm-hmm. necessarily six or whatever you just right. sort of work until you get the job done and right. also you know you don't necessarily cut off access uh from your clients mm-hmm. you know you're kind of always connected 
whenever they need you, often when you have your own business and when you work from home. Right. So, you know, it has its, you know, ups and downs, it, you know, but I can see how I think, you know, this whole thing of, of, of socializing uh, at home, interact, even meeting people, you know, meeting people, you know, on the computer, on the computer, you know, this, that, this, that. And I, I think that, in a lot of ways, it, it causes people to be more isolated. You can run and hide easier. You can avoid you can avoid sharing your feelings. It, it that also cuts both ways because you can, you know, you can also maybe feel more comfortable in sharing your feelings, but you can also avoid a lot. You can avoid real eye-to-eye contact. You know, you can avoid a lot of things that draw you closer to a person. So, you know, movement, gestures, touch, you know, real touch, you know, you can, um, I don't know. So I, yeah. I, I think that we, I think that we do miss a lot. I think that we are isolated. And also I think that we're more fearful of each other than, than we used to be because once again, proliferation of uh, uh, guns, I start to say drugs, and we've always had plenty of drugs, you know, guns, um, you know, um, yeah, seems to be more rampant, un undiagnosed or untreated mental illness. You know, I mean, just a lot of things. So I don't know. I think fear is also a big factor. I don't know if that was discussed in you know the article you read or or whatever, but um, I think fear is also a big factor. You know, you're very hesitant about meeting new friends. You know, because new people because. People hide so much of themselves and, and, you know, and they appear okay on the surface. And then you come to find out that they're some, you know, very maybe cruel type person that you really don't want to be friends with. And, and, you know, a lot goes on, you know, a lot goes on. It's and you know, and it's sort of a 50-50 thing before you took people at face value for the most part if they appeared nice you just accepted them as nice now you're not so willing to just readily accept people you know mm-hmm. you sort of are you know standoffish you know until you really get to know them and it takes a long time to really get to know them so yeah. it's not even you know so a lot of things are going on you know a divisive uh you know politics you know and a lot a lot of things a lot of things cause us to be isolated and lonesome. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lot going on. Um, you know, and, and I'm glad that they, that they have acknowledged it, the Surgeon General, yeah, and yeah. that you know they're people working don't go to ways church. to combat it. Yeah, people don't go to church even as often as they used well, to. Well, my people used to go to church. Well, but people used to go to church more for socializing. Yeah, but. Yeah, but I don't want to go there. People are in religion. I don't say I'm not going into anybody's religion because there's other groups. Statistically, statistically, we know that people attend church less. That's all for for many reasons, ma. Because people have different beliefs. I'm not saying that more people are agnostic or you know. Hey, I'm saying that this is just a behavior. No judgment is just a behavior. You know that also applies to me. You know. So, but uh, I'm just saying, yeah, these are, the, you know, things that we can d- quantify, you know? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. No, I completely, that I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So let, <laughs> let's switch things up a little bit, Um. you know, and if anybody is out there feeling lonely, obviously 
uh, you know, there's therapy and there's tele teletherapy, you know, that is readily available um, online. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, we all can benefit from therapy. So, um, all right. So let's move on Ma, to something a little bit more um, uplifting and fun, um, which is, of course, the Met Gala. Um, I wanted to kind of get into this a little bit because there was a little bit of controversy about the theme this year because it was in honor of the late um, Carl uh, Legerfield or Legerfield. I'm not sure how he pronounces it. Um, yeah, Paul Legerfield, the, the design. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so he was, for people who don't know, he was a, you know, a German designer who was best known as uh, the creative director for, uh, I think it was that Chanel, that's a Chanel, and he did Fendi, and of course he had his own label. Um, but people... Some people weren't really happy with the theme because they felt that he uh, was a critic of someone of, di of diversity. He lacked diversity with his own brand, whether it was to do with your uh, larger bodies or race. Um, you know, he offered unsolicited critiques of Adele um, when Adele was, um, you know, when she was heavier. Uh, he right. said that she was too fat. He said that Heidi Klum was too heavy. Um, he said that anorexia was not as as dangerous as junk food um, and, you know, and uh, junk food in television and that fashion is the healthiest motivation for losing weight. Um, you know, he also said no one wants to see curvy women. He also had his, uh, what's her name, uh, Claudia Schiffer who was in one of the German magazines. He had her in blackface and also in yellowface. And he condemned Germany for accepting refugees from Muslim majority countries. Okay. So, so was it, um, I don't want to say out of pocket or on the money for this. Do you think that this was not the right person or the right theme for Met Gala, do you think they should have shied away from this person, or do you think that pretty much in general, like when we start, you know, thinking about icons in the industry, there's going to be some bad history? Uh, I think both things are true. Okay, I think it's a, to a matter of degree. You know, how extreme were his views, and they sound pretty extreme to me. Although I think you'll find some level of, of isms among all of them, racism, you know, uh, homophobia, misogyny, uh, weight discrimination, and, you know, body shaming, on and on. I think you'll find in the fashion industry, especially this issue of body, you know, shaming, you know, I think you'll find that some level of that among most of them, because that's what the industry is. Mm -hmm. However, I think he was, uh, I think he was, his was to the nth degree. I think he was very extreme. He was very offensive. And I think he, be, because you're one thing doesn't necessarily mean that you're the other. He seemed to have been everything. He seemed to have been racist, fat shamer. Uh, you know, I don't know about homophobia. You didn't mention that, but, you know, he seemed to and, really yeah. have he really seemed to have uh, a very narrow view, a very misogynistic and narrow view of, you know, worldview. And it seemed to be 
uh, very racist, very discriminatory. And it seems to me that he was more extreme than most people in the industry. Like I said, not saying that you won't find it all, but it seemed that they found someone who was extreme to the extent that maybe we don't want to look at him as being such a good human being. You know, maybe he was a good designer. I, I don't know that people would take issue, but is, is he a, a person who's worthy of what? What praise are we giving him? What level of acknowledgement? Are we saying he was just a good all around good human being? Or was he, or are we saying he uh, was a crumb of a human being, but a hell of a designer? I mean, what, what is the message? You know, what message are they sending? To me, know. when you honor somebody, uh, you know, you, you really have to go into that whole thing. Okay. You yeah. really have to go into the whole thing. Just just where are we going with this? And what is this meant to do? What right. is the intent? You know, what are we honoring? So, and then you got to talk about the whole, the premise, the, the entire premise, the mm -hmm. whole reason for the Met Gala period. Mm -hmm. you know, what is the legitimacy of the Met Gala? What is the purpose of it? Is it entertainment? Is it humanitarianism? I mean, what, what, you know, what are we doing? What is the whole, is it all of it? You know, are we raising money? Are we, you know, what are we doing? Aren't they raising money or what are oh, they doing? Well, well, that's what I'm saying. And then are we raising money? And then, then what are we raising money for? Is right. it, you know, is it a loftier goal? Is it a bigger goal than, you know, worrying about somebody who is no longer with us or who is no longer active in the field or whatever the case may be, you know? So you really have to just, you know, assess the whole thing. But um, I would say for sure, um, that they could have found someone who was cer certainly more worthy of being honored. I think we can, in, in in the fashion industry, I think we can certainly say that. And and that's what I want to say. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've, for me, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I think that it, you know, it could go either way. Um, I thought yeah. he obviously um, was a really great designer, um, yeah. but you know, when you start digging deep into a lot of these people, you you're know, find a lot of skeletons. Very disappointed, and you, yeah. you know, personally yeah. may not want to work with them. Um, however, he's an old, you know, you know, German man. Yeah, and he's and, now deceased, so you know, he's, right, you know, right. I'm pretty sure right. he was an older man. Well, uh, at some point he was older, you know. I mean, oh yeah, you know, he's been he around for a while. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't always older, but it, clearly he's held these views for a long time. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you know, let's talk about the lighter side of the Met Gala, which was the fashion. And, uh, you which know, is my, the side that most people really focused on. Yeah, that they focus on. And we know before we get into the star of the show, uh, Miss uh, Rihanna, um, there was a lot of other little interesting things that went down. Number, Well, for me, um, it was cool to see Brittany Griner and her wife on the red carpet. And she was really, you know, just kind of advocating um, you know, she was an pretty much serving as an advocate. She, you know, obviously talked a little bit about you know her experience, but for people who have similar experiences overseas, and you know, it was cool to see her, and she looked happy, and her wife looked happy, and we're glad that she's back. Um, a couple other things that were cool is the whole uh, cat. You know, um, for uh, what's this? What's the guy's that Frank's cat? 
<laughs> that was like something that we saw uh, a lot of on the red carpet, whether it was Jared Leto, who was actually dressed as the 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 cat, as the pet. The cat, right. Right. And then Doja Cat, uh, she, you know, went as the cat. And right. then um, little Nas X, I don't know if he was particularly dressed as the cat, but he was meowing his responses to photographers. Right. So, no. mind you, have any thoughts on no, those? No, 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 no. Keep keep going, daughter. Nothing okay. in the cat okay. thing. Right. Uh, good to see the pregnant women um, representing themselves well in fashion. Um, I will go back to Rihanna because she stole the show from everybody across the board, to, from, from my opinion. Um, uh, yeah, Rihanna was dropped the mic. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, Serena Williams. Um, you know, was happy, pregnant with her second child, and um, actually one of her good friends, um, model Carly Kloss, was pregnant with her second second child, and they were both, um, you know, revelations on the red carpet, and so that was really good to see. Um, my something I didn't mention too was um, you know, Mikhail, Michael Coel, remember who did I Will Destroy You? She was the co-chair, yes. you saw that of this year's Met Gala. And I thought okay. that was really that was good. Oh, yeah, great. Okay. My any <laughs> what what were your standouts, Mom, before we go into Rihanna? Besides, I, you know, I didn't like a lot of things. Um, I did like there was one person there in a bunch of red. I don't remember her name, but it was very pretty. I think it was um, I think it was Kylie. I think it was Kylie Jenner. Okay, well, anyhow, her, her hers was pretty in a more traditional way, but very pretty. I thought it stood out. Um, I didn't like the shoes with it, but I liked the gown a lot, it was very pretty. Um uh Carrie was uh Carrie Washington was cute. Hers was mm -hmm. more cute, you know. Uh so, but most of them were just um a lot of them were just bizarre, you mm -hmm. know, didn't have any real beauty, but just were unusual, you right. know. And you know, so uh I I kind of had mixed feelings about my man Pedro. Pascal, mm -hmm. and then and then I looked at it again, and it was shorts that he had on with the yeah. tape, right? Yes. And I looked at it again, and it was kind of it was kind of different. It was looking, it looked pretty good, you know. Mm -hmm. I thought about it, and as I looked at it a couple more times, it sort of grew on me, you mm -hmm. know. Um, and I thought his was different in a in a you know in a good way. Um, uh, I, you know, there was just so many. But like I said, I mean, you know, the person who took the cake, the icing and everything else was Rihanna and ASAP. And I thought ASAP was nice, too. Mm -hmm. I thought this, but obviously hers was everything. Mm -hmm. Hers was really everything. You know, I love the top and the way when she unbuttoned it, you know, just dropped down into a beautiful shawl like cake. It was just gorgeous. And of yeah. course, down under it was sizzling. It was just gorgeous. It was just beautiful. You and know. Drama with all the uh, groomsmen, or or I don't know what she called it, <laughs> holding the tail of the train of her gown. Oh, that was that fabulous. was beautiful. That you, was too fabulous. You know what was so funny, Ma? Uh, I don't know if you saw. They showed Rihanna when she was coming out of her her hotel, her and Aesop, and she had on a like a she had on a jacket, a big well, it was a coat, and right. it was nothing like what she actually wore to right, the gala. Right, and it was so funny. Right. And it was like within like, you know, minutes, maybe half hour or so before she actually put on 
her yeah. you know, her real outfit. And so, yeah, yeah they look they looks great. They looks great. It, it, it was really. And then, you know, when she walked in, it was like all that. And then she started taking everything off. It was even, you know, uh, even prettier, you know. So it was just great. It was just like a lot of fun. It, it, was. Was, it was pretty and dramatic and fun. I liked it a lot. I enjoyed the whole presentation. Yeah, okay. that, that was drop the mic. I mean, there was other people there, you know, who looked nice and everything, but hers was just just everything, you know. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I and always... Holding it down for the glamorous pregnant ladies, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she looked good for whatever she was, so, but right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you know, we we always love the fashion, the good and the bad. And so, you know, it's always cool to see whatever. We we don't the politics is a whole nother story, but just, you know, from the aesthetic point of view, everything is is cool and interesting and fun to 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 watch. Oh yeah. Okay, um uh, let's get into something. Let's do, you know, talk a little bit about um relationships a little bit. And um, Ayala Van Zandt actually sat down and talked to um, Ebony Ebony K. Williams, who is a successful lawyer um, and also part of the New York Housewives, um, and asked her, would she date a bus driver? And Ebony said no. And Ayala Van Zandt said, you know, you know obviously it was pushback from Ayala. She said that she would definitely date a bus driver if he loves his job then you know she's not talking about somebody sitting home playing video games a person who works every day um and that she said that you know we're confusing uh your our standards are off from what is the reality in society i just want to know what your thoughts are on that whether or not i thought she should have said she would uh ebony said she would uh, date a bus driver? Yes. Is she wrong for what she said, for her opinion? Well, to me, it's not a matter of right or wrong. Mm -hmm. I mean, if that's how she feels, that's fine. And, you know, but I guess what she's saying is that she thinks that a bus driver would not meet her financial requirements, I guess, or her social, mm -hmm. you know, requirements. I, would, I think financial. She said if he owned the bus, but I, you know. Oh, well, you know, well, I think she's just talking about what she thinks of a person. I think she's talking about somebody who she thinks would be more of her social equivalent, social and financial equivalent. I guess that's what she's referring to. Um, well, there's no right or wrong. It's just her opinion. And I, I think she was honest. I don't think she would date a bus driver. I, I, I don't think she would, um, but I think she would lose out by not dating the bus driver. If the bus driver is a good and decent person, mm -hmm. you know, and so on and so forth, there's no reason not to date a man because of anything that he does. If he's staying out of jail, mm -hmm. you know, and is decent, honest work. If he's, if a man is doing honest work, there's no reason not to date a man in any, you know, and if that's your attitude, you're going to miss out. That bus driver might be the one that makes your heart sing. That bus driver might be the one that, that you're happy to, you know, come home to every night or him come home to you or whatever. So when you do that, you exclude, you know, um, some, some, you know, some possibilities for yourself. And you never know when you do that, you limit yourself. 
And that's what happens. That's mm -hmm. who you end up being unfair to yourself. Now, I, an unemployed man is a whole nother story. Right. And but, anybody man just refusing to work, that's another that's story. That's a whole nother story. You know, I think when you get no. in, I think when but, you get into actual occupations and you say, oh, I'm not going to date that person. Um, you know, that's a slippery slope. Well, I think a person who, yeah. you know, works and, you know, is a decent person and, um, you know, is a responsible adult. I think, you know, that should be your number one criteria, not um, how much money they make. All women are going to lose out. All women, irrespective yeah. to any race, color, creed, in particular, certain women. Because there's a price but, to pay. But, there's but a price to pay when you do yeah. that. All women are going to lose out if if what you require of the man is a certain uh, income level mm -hmm. or a certain uh, career path. All women are going to lose out if you exclude, mm -hmm. you know, men who do A, B, C, and D, and mm -hmm. only include men who do. You're going to lose out, no matter how you slice it. You're going to lose out. You're going to lose out in terms of experiences. Uh, you're going to teach yourself out of, you know, um, potentially teach yourself out of a good man. You're certainly going to miss some good experiences. Mm -hmm. you know, you, you're, you're almost definitely going to miss some good experiences mm -hmm. because because what happens is that you have so many doing that. It's like, um, uh, you know, you have a whole bunch of people chasing the same few products. All right. So happens. So what happens? Somebody's going to get left, left off. Or, or either everybody is just getting a fragment. Yeah. Okay. So either way, you are, you are cheating. Every, you, yeah, you still get yeah. So you get you get the short end of the right. stick. Yeah. No matter what you say. So see, that door should be open because you don't know. But what I will say is, Ma, I will say that there is, you know, two sides to the story as well. You know, you know, have, you know, there's certain women who may feel that, oh, I'm not going to date this person, you know, unless they make such and such money. There's certain men who have requirements for the type of woman that they would date. And those requirements, you know, aren't necessarily, uh, you know, what you would say sensible um, or fair um, or anything that's reasonable. You know, well, so yeah. it works. Well, it yeah. works both ways. Oh well, yeah, well, of course, but we were, you know, just only talking about her. No, you know, but no, I know, I know. It where works you're coming both from. ways, but but I do believe that it it hurts women more. I think it hurts women more because when men start to exclude based on all kinds of you know unfair things and and superficial things, then women get hit for one reason. Well, a couple reasons. But for one reason, women get hit harder than men. And you want to know what that reason is? Uh, pregnancy? Babies. Yep. Children. Yep. Women get hit harder with that. Because yep. if they come with all those rigid, ridiculous, and unfair standards, it's going to hit the women up about children. And who has the children? It's, it's, the women. it's yeah. only women that, that are able to have children. So if you're going to be excluding women based on having children, a lot of women are going to get excluded. All right. You know, so. Yeah. yeah you know. So you got to be careful with that. Yeah. You really have Absolutely. to be careful. Absolutely. You know, you hold the door open, you know, you hold the door to your heart open and, you know, you embrace, you know, whoever touches your heart, you know, whatever they right. do, you know, I mean, that's my attitude toward it. Right. Of right. Course you, of course, you know that.
That is true. Okay. okay. So we're going <laughs> to, all right. So um, let's move on to um, Jada Pinkett. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, she commented on a little bit about the Red Table talk being canceled. And one of the things that she said is that she is looking for a new home for the Red Table talk. And we talked about this on a previous episode with Nick Cannon. And um, I kind of know where you're going with this, Ma. Are you looking forward to another Red Table talk on another network or provider? Why are you asking me that? Okay, you know the answer is no. Listen, I didn't look for it on the current channel that is on. You know, if I'm Jada, she needs to just broadcast that from home. Yeah, and she can go somewhere else and on YouTube or wherever she wants yeah, to. Yeah, she needs to that. broadcast that, Did you know, someplace else. Mm, if she right. feels she must broadcast it at all. It just, I don't enjoy watching it. So, no. you know, it's just no, it's too, it's like, too, like too messy. It's like an accident. It's yeah. like an accident. No, yeah. and she's not doing any therapy for anybody or helping. She's not a licensed therapist. Absolutely not. If she is, they need to revoke her license. Mm-hmm, right. Oh, please. Okay. Okay, okay mm-hmm. Ma. So uh, Brian McKnight um, has been in the media uh, very recently. Um, you, we know that he has several biological children, but Twitter roasted him as he seemed to praise his stepchildren and ignore his biological children. Uh, he, he said in one post, Jules, I became a girl dad because of you and I couldn't have asked for a better daughter. And he started talking about how he went to visit, this is his stepdaughter, um, on campus and seeing how happy she was and living in this beach house with all of her friends. And, you know, he just referred to her as the perfect daughter I always wanted. Mind you, he has a biological daughter that, you know, he's had around for years, okay, before the stepdaughter ever came around. Um, he also, you know, went and saying that he never missed any child support and he's done um, anything, you know, uh, he never did anything adverse to his children whatsoever. But he also talked about how one woman only had a baby with him for money. Then how he, did he give her that baby? Why yeah, did he give it to her? Right, right. If he knew she only wanted money, why didn't he just give her some cash? Right. How did he end up giving her his sperm? right. And recently, Ma, he had a son, and this son was named Brian. Now, mind you, he has another son named Brian McKnight Jr. So he named this one Brian McKnight Jr. Dear baby Brian. This one can't be Junior also. Or whatever. It is Brian Brian McKnight. Yeah. It would have to be Brian McKnight, uh, not even the third, because that implies another generation. Just fool, just dear, fool. dear baby Brian. Every time I look at you and kiss on you, I'm I'm feeling feelings that I did not know I could possess. An overabundance of love between a father and his legacy that cannot be measured. I realized my true reason for being here on Earth to create the legacy of that love, my namesake, my joy, my baby boy, you. Now you know he has several other children. He has he has grandkids at this point. Well, wait a minute. He has a whole trio of grown sons. Right. They, and a daughter. I and a daughter. together. And what? a daughter, I don't think is grown, but I think she's like a teenager. Yes. Oh, please. And he, he was married for like he 13 has, years. He has, huh? he has at least three grown sons that I've seen him sing them with. He has at yes. least three grown sons. Yes. And he has. Uh, all right. Teenage. So get to the point because of, clearly he's a, an asshole. But go ahead. 
I just wanted to know what your thoughts were. I just him. said it. I just said it. He clearly he's an insensitive asshole. I you know I saw a clip of Brian McKnight talking about he heard that one of his daughters was raped and and he says he called the authorities. Mm-hmm. That's all he called the authorities. He didn't say he went to see about her. He went to talk to her. He he paid child support and he like any good father would. Mm-hmm. I mean he called the police like any good father would and he pays child support. Now, maybe he said other things that I didn't hear, but I heard him say those two things. I did not hear him say he physically went to see what was going on. To He's a strange. You know, to do, to do. I I, I just, I, I, you know, I don't know of Brian McKnight, but what I know about him, I do not like. And that's all I want to I, say. I don't, I don't know much about him. And the things know. that I have heard about him are not good. And the for a man to think I've of heard this out okay, of his own mouth, not the things that he reportedly said, mm-hmm. the things I've seen him say. Mm-hmm. Well, and, him say and, and what I and what I don't it. and then what I don't like that I see people do when people have to stop doing this, um, because sometimes it's true and sometimes it's not. They were blaming his love, quote unquote, or his praise for his stepchildren, because his new wife, I think, has two or three children right. from a previous relationship. And they and Brian and her have one, you know, biological child. Yeah, they tried to say because she, I think she's a Latina, that he they favor he favors the kids because the kids are, are you know Latina. Horrible that kid is you know, whatever. Just foolishness, that. just foolishness yeah. to me. When I hear people say that, that has nothing to do. I don't think that has anything to do with it. It has to do with his I don't his either. character as a man. That's to me right. what it has to it, do with. There you go. That's what that's about. It has no, nothing not. to do with it with anything else. Please, you know, I it, I don't even want to comment on Brian McKnight. I've too too many things that were nasty, insensitive. Everything I've heard from Brian McKnight out of his own mouth, going back from when he had the Brian McKnight show. I think you've heard me comment before about I felt that he was very cruel and said some very offensive things about his colleagues mm-hmm. you know and you know other African-American men mm-hmm. and and I, I just you know wasn't feeling him I didn't understand how he felt comfortable you know going into that space the way he did so I've had some some issues and questions surrounding Brian McKnight for a while you yeah. know I, I've seen him to be um just different than, like us, but you know yeah. it's this thing of maybe sometimes we don't need to know too much about some of these people personal lives yeah, yeah. okay um <laughs> so my list uh Stephen a smith had some interesting comments on inmate uh udoka and he said that he thinks that udoka addressing the scandal during a press conference because you know that udoka now has been named the head coach for the houston rocket rockets so during a press Good conference, for him. Good for him. I'm glad that he, you know. Stephen A. Smith said it wasn't the right move considering his famous ex-fiance continues to have her name tied to his poor actions. Stephen A. said, you didn't have to do it that way, but to have a press conference and put this business tactily or otherwise on front street, you didn't think about Nia Long at all. But you thought about the other woman who purportedly was white and the one woman in this equation who was innocent and victimized was not the woman that Ime Udoka was messing around with. It was Nia Long. She was the one screwed over. 
out of pocket or on the money from on CBA? the money on the money mm-hmm. on the money because if he should have been looking to be uh you know contrite toward anybody it should have been Nia Long mm-hmm. you know because they continued their relationship you know you know I went into a whole big thing about how I, I felt that Nia Long was not making a smart move with him period that whole mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. and I still feel that way however I feel that from him he was in a relationship with her they were in a relationship together and he owed her that and he should have felt that but see he's disrespected her all along so it is consistent that he's disrespecting her now and Stephen A is on the money for saying it Uh, and that 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 makes makes me hold Stephen A up in higher esteem because he called it he saw it he recognized it and he called it I like that he said that because I I like it very much and it, it may he may be a good coach but I don't know how he is in a relationship. So he right. can go on about his business. Right. right. They're separate things. Yep. And and like I said, he's disrespected Nia all along and he just continued to do so. You know, that that that's how that is. Okay. Now this and, month. And I hope Nia just went on, you know, um, you know, unfortunately, she didn't, you know, whatever she was doing with him was good enough for all those years because she stayed with him. You know, she accepted yeah. it. And then and then that's what it is. And that's what he showed her. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. Yeah. Um, and to some other, and this is not actually relationship news, but it has to do with um, you know, sex. Um, Steven Tyler is firing back at a woman who's suing him for allegedly sexually assaulting her 50 years ago when she was 16 years old claiming she can't use his memoir as a weapon in court. And so uh, Stephen is saying that it shouldn't, that she, Julia, shouldn't be able to use his memoirs in which he discussed the relationship decades later to sue him for intentionally causing her severe emotional distress. Now, it appears that they did have sex and she was 16 at the time and he was 25 And she says that she was impregnated. And then when she was 17 and he pushed her to have an abortion. And so Stephen uh, Stephen Tyler is just saying that this is inappropriate for her to make these type of accusations because this was all for his art or whatever he was trying to say. Now, Ma, um, what are your thoughts on Stephen Tyler? Because to me, Stephen Tyler is going about it the wrong way. Um, I don't know what happened and what didn't happen, but he appears to admit that they did have some type of sexual relationship. She's saying that she was raped. Um, I don't know what state it was in or whatever, but there are some states where- Statutory or statutory, actual rape. Um, I, I, I don't, she's saying allegedly sexually assaulting her. So she's saying sexual assault. I don't know. I, I don't even know how to, you know, get into that because I really don't know too much about it. Mm-hmm. He did sex, sexually assault her. It was wrong. Um, I don't know why now. What is prompting her now to come out with it? He mentioned it in his book. He had uh, in his memoirs. Um, well, he didn't okay. use her name. Okay. But, okay. but, but he's saying. It alluded to her. It, alluded to her. it really is her. He's not denying he's that. He's not denying her. that. Well, you know, let me put it to you this way. I don't know if he did sexually assault her. I don't know what he said in the book, but I'm going to say this. 
if he referenced it, if he opened up that can of worms, okay. Right. Okay. It's fair game. You opened it up. She didn't. I thought it was the reverse. No. But but he But he's saying he's saying though that she her emotional effect had to do with an article written in the Star magazine, not his memoirs, but he's also admitting that it was about her. So right. what he's saying it, to me isn't making any sense. I don't want to go there, you know, but because I don't know. It, but listen, he started it, no matter what he's saying, prompted, whatever. As far as I'm concerned, if he put it out there at whatever point, mm-hmm. he made it uh, a subject for public discussion. Mm-hmm. He put it out there to the public, not her. Right. At whatever juncture. Because once he goes into writing and all that, it's less it's in, in perpetuity. Right. Ever. So if at any time she wants to challenge it, follow it up, address it, you know, respond to it, then he opened it up. He put it out there. She did not. He did. So right. whatever he said, he got the ball rolling. She can respond to it in kind any way she wants to. He started it. You you follow me? Yeah. He opened it up. So to me, it's fair game. So I mean, I don't even understand what he's talking about. How is it that he's able to freely and openly discuss anything that he wants to about himself that pertains to her? And her right. He her. didn't think about that. Yeah. Right. And, and now he doesn't like how she responds or that she responds. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But to me, it, it just seems, okay. you know... Like uh, he didn't really think that through. No, no, not at all. You know, you can say what you want and then she can't respond. And you don't have to like her response. In fact, you, you know, it's better if you just ignore her response and let her say what she wants to say. Yeah, you should because of what she's accusing you of. And if if it's true, then, you know, that's not a good look on you. That's a, you know, a terrible thing that you did. Right. Um, And And your response is to be angry because she responded. Right. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That shows that you unreasonable right there. It looks right. as if you might be arrogant and may have thought you could get away with doing whatever you wanted to do. Right. You know, so let's just see how that goes. Okay. I mean, these people have lived a whole lifetime. I mean, I understand E. Jean Carroll with Donald Trump because this man is up here running for president again. You know, and, mm-hmm. you know, I understand her coming up saying anything. I don't know what she thinks is going to happen, but I mm-hmm. understand her completely coming forward at this juncture in her mm-hmm. life. She's what, like 80 now? You know, okay. I think she's I think she's, the, I think she's older than Trump. I don't know mm-hmm. if, if what I heard was true. Okay, if, that's probably if, right. I don't have yeah, that information in front was, of me. Now. I heard she was born in 43. I don't okay. know. How that is. I don't know. Okay. But um, but well, we know she's a, a senior citizen. We know she's an older woman. We know that was many years ago. Um, but I felt that she has an absolute right, you know, to do that. And I'm glad that they made a provision where mm-hmm. she, they had that one year window where you could bring the old suits, even though the statute of limitations had expired. I'm glad that they implemented that law. So she, you know, because she decided that she wanted to, you know, she wanted to speak up. I'm glad she did. Okay. I just thought about it since we're talking about that kind of okay. thing. Okay. All right. So we'll we'll see yeah. what happens with the yeah. Steven Tyler case. Yeah. All right. My and finally, um, I don't know if you can believe this or not, um, but Cher and um Alexander Edwards have called it quits on their relationship. They started dating in January. It's only about 40 year age difference. 
Did you believe it? And they weren't actually engaged. Oh, okay. Well, she's what, like 80 something and he. No, 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 no. She's 76 and he's like Oh, that's he's old. 36 or 37. One of them. Oh, Yeah. come on. Oh, come on. She's Oh, the I thought one. she. Oh, please. Oh, you know, look, she's just getting started. That's right. Okay. <laughs> All right, my speaking of getting Good for Shia. speaking Good for of Shia. getting Uh, I hope she finds somebody else. Another she will. one. You know she will. She's um okay. Uh speaking of getting started, the WGA, Writers Guild of America, is set to go on strike. I'm sure they probably are on strike right now as we are recording. And this is the first time since 2007, a move that could bring an immediate halt to the production of many television shows and possibly delay the start of new seasons of others later this Okay, year. You so know, why are they striking? Money? money, um, a big, a big deal was because of the streaming services and the way that the streaming services are set up. They aren't seeing, they, streaming services don't have to hire as many writers. They have shorter uh, seasons. And, um, it's, and it used to be a lot of writers used to make money from residuals, but the way the current deal is, they aren't making much money from residuals. Okay. And actually, and with the past year, the writers have seen a 23% decrease on average in, in salary. And most people who are in the WGA, Ma, they have to work other jobs to support themselves. Okay. So that is where we are So money, now. so money, yeah. So money. So this immediately affects, uh, affects late night shows like Saturday Night Live, um, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon. All of those shows have halted production. Now, um, you know, our regular TV shows that we watch, most of them are wrapped now. And, you know, most of them wrapped in May and most of them, so we won't really see an effect unless it goes pretty long. And we remember before, like 15 years ago, what happened when they went on strike. That's how we have all of the reality shows. It does not affect the reality shows. So all of your lovely, uh, you know, ratchet shows will not be affected by this. But Ma, um, we're going to play a game and I want you to tell me, um, will you miss these shows, barely even notice, or good riddance if for some strange reason this strike goes on for longer than we would like? All right. Okay. Some of these shows you may not even know. Okay. So we're going to start 1899. I won't even miss. Abbott Elementary. Oh, I'll miss it. Yes. Me too. Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. And no, I won't miss I didn't even, I didn't finish it. Gina and Georgia. it. No, I don't think I even know that one. Ted But, Lasso. oh, I'd miss it a lot. Me too. I really would. How about, this is a controversial one, Ma. The White Lotus. I would miss White Lotus, Okay. you know, uh, you know, I So mean, they're supposed to come back for another not season. like it's a, not like it's a regular show, but I would be interested because to me, White Lotus, they had one real good season, the next season, not so great. I'd like to see what this pivotal third season might be. Okay. How about Wednesday? Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday, the TV show on Netflix. Uh, do I I liked I remember Wednesday. that? Wednesday, Wednesday, with the girl, with the little Wednesday, girl. Jenny Ortega. 
Yeah, that was cute, but it's nothing that I would miss personally. But go ahead. So barely even notice for that one for you. Barely even notice. Yeah. I would miss it. I thought it was cute. Andor. Who? Andor. Mandor. Andor. On oh, Disney. Andor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh great. Yes, I'll miss all the Disney. Diego. Diego. Le What's his name? Do well, Diego. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I would definitely miss it. The Last of Us. Oh yeah, Diego Luna. Miss that one. Now, I would miss that one. Yes, me too. Yellow jackets. Uh, mm. Good riddance. Yeah, go ahead. I, I like the first season, and now it's just going rogue. Please. Okay, mm -hmm. shrinking. Oh, you know I like shrinking a lot. I, I shrinking grew on me quickly. You I miss like it? Shrinking. I'd like to see. Yeah, I'd like to see shrinking come back as soon as possible. Daisy that, Jones and the Six. I I didn't watch that. They say well, about the band. Yeah, they said it was good. I didn't watch that. I I would like to see it though. I was okay. interested in it. I just you know didn't couldn't make time in my schedule somehow. But I do think I may have enjoyed it. I think so too. How about mm -hmm. beef? Uh beef. I love beef. Is good. Yeah, okay. I miss beef. Me Definitely. too. You. No, um, go ahead. That's enough of you. I'm I liked it I'm when it first this, came out. I'm tired of these murderers. Everybody did just, you're just killing people for every time you show up, somebody shows up right beside you dead. I, I, you know, that's enough. Yeah, I liked it. And now too it's just like too, too much, much. Too much murder, too many guns for real. I, 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 you know, uh, those, those uh, shows are, you know, they're kind of getting tone deaf. They need to well, step away from those kind of shows right now. I, I agree. House okay. of the Dragon. I would oh, you know I would miss House of the Dragons. Mm -hmm. Can't wait for it to come back. Yeah. Stranger Things. I, I, well, you know, I I recognize that it's good, but it's nothing that I really kept up with. If oh, I would miss it. I, I enjoy it. But, but they need to wrap it up now because the kids right. are starting to look my age. Okay. If if I'm being candid. Which is very young. But completely still. candid. I will say that I think a lot of other people will miss it. You know, yes, I would I would miss it, but right. but they so that's also the answer. But now they also need to wrap it up, you know, because it yeah. really the, the, the kids, kids are grown. Yeah, they're not cute little smart kids anymore. Right now, right? Okay, okay. Barry, no, Barry can go the way of you. That's enough. Mandalorian. Oh, uh, Mando, I will miss to the max. Mm -hmm. And Mando can see Mando can go on for a while. Oh yeah, it had lots of of very redeeming qualities and nice features about it and everything and and you can identify with somebody somewhere along the line, you know. Oh, for and, sure. And I like I like Pedro, you know. Uh, I like uh, Go Gudro Grogu Yeah, yep. uh, you yeah. know. I call him Baby Yoda, but anyway, what well, he is, yeah, yeah, That's you know. And so uh I would be I would be sad to see uh Mandalorian leave. I would be sad to see that leave because I really like that one. Mm -hmm. What about the handmaid's tale? Handmaid's tale, I just couldn't get through even one whole season of it. I just couldn't. Yeah. It was it was just too much. And now they're trying to do that to us for real. Yeah. I watched the first season oh, and I couldn't it, get into not the second it, season. Not that it isn't good. It's too much. But it's just way too brutal. 
way yeah. too inhumane. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm in so total. Can go as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. I'm in total agreement with you on that. Um, Squid Game. Oh, Squid Game was good. Uh, Squid Game was really good. Is it coming back? Is They're it, supposed it, to be doing another one. See, I don't want to see another one. I, I think that that was, it was really well done and excellent. And, and I think they should have ended and, it that way. Right. You right, know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the boys. That was also brutal. It was yeah. also brutal. You know. The, the boys. Oh, the boys was good. The boys was brutal, but the boys was also was funny too. Yeah. It's, you know, so comic it, book. It, it, it was like over the top. Yeah. The yeah. boys. Good. I thought the writers of, on, of the boys was really good. Yeah, I, I can't mm-hmm. wait for it to come back. Oh, yeah. And just like that. And just like that. Which one was that? I'm trying to even remember. Sex mm-hmm. in the City. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot they named the new one. They, you know, they have another one. You know, that's what I'm. One. I know. And they need oh, to. Okay. I don't. I'm not, I will not be watching it. I will not. They won't Listen. get. One minute of my viewership. They really have not had any good ones since the show went off the air. All right. If you're talking about really good ones. And then after they killed off uh, Big. They killed off Big and no Kim Cattrall. Right. Oh, yeah. And Kim Cattrall, she was a big part of it. And then they had Big talking about he was sexual misconduct. They had him going, oh, man, please. Yeah, I don't don't care to see it. I don't care about any of the characters And and what's her name? Charlotte. Just real, real, just silly. Nobody cares about what they're doing. I'm sorry. I don't think Not at all. Not at all. And they aren't even doing anything. No. I guess, you know, I guess uh, Carrie, she'll, you know, meet other men, you know, right. she, she's out there, you know, going everywhere all the time where she can meet people. So she'll meet somebody else. She had met somebody at the end of the last one. I don't know what that. They just needed to end it. They didn't, they didn't need to come back too much. No, I will not. No. They, I, 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 feel will not. I feel they didn't need to come back either. Uh, you know, they like, what is this? Three movies in? What is this? The fourth? This is not a movie, ma. This is well, a series. This series. Is a series. Well, yeah. series. Yeah. They had two movies. They had two, two movies, movies and then the series. Right. And, and I have and now another miniseries is coming. No, it's not another miniseries, another season. It's a, it's another what? It's, it's another season, season of, of and just like that. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was gone. I I you see well, so- because <laughs> most people well, it was like a lot of people didn't want it to come back. But then I guess it was enough people, you know, to me that that was it. To me, they should have just ended it. Yeah. People don't well, know how to bow out gracefully. Yeah. You re- remember she met the guy on the elevator? I remember. I okay. won't be watching. Yeah. I won't. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Because uh-uh. yeah. I used to love Sex in the City. I won't be watching this. Um, strong. <laughs> okay. American Horror Story. I never did keep up with that one anyway. Yeah. I won't miss it. The Morning Show. The morning show was good. I actually enjoyed the morning show. I watch it, but it's too long in between breaks, in between hiatus. Yeah. I don't like that. It To me, this one really strikes me as like really taking really long breaks between seasons. So let's see. I'll give it one more season. And, and if it, you know, that's, let's see if it piques my interest. But it, okay. was, it wasn't bad. Okay. Um, and finally, my Grey's Anatomy. Uh, I I was never a fan. I, I used to love fan. Grey's Anatomy. In the well, how many years ago did you quit watching it, though? Mm, I mean, hey, no, some years. Right. Some no, years. I was 
I was never a fan. I never liked Gray herself. Well, she's gone now. Well, she needs to be. She just left, finally. Yeah. I, I never cared for her. I don't know, mean to say I finally. I like Patrick but... Dempsey, and I liked a couple of the other good looking. Sandra O oh was good. Sandra O oh was good in there, you know. Isaiah Washington was good in there. Uh, but... Yeah, but all those people have been going. And Isaiah Washington, he didn't last long after he made some, they claim he made homophobic comments or, you know. All right. And so he was gone early on. He was only in there, what, one or two seasons or whatever? He wasn't even in there that long. Right. Right. And, but he was good. I thought he was a very intense. And, you know, his career suffered since then. You didn't see a lot of Vase. No, he hasn't been. But I think he may be difficult. So I'll leave that alone. Well, he may be. Well, yeah. he may be. You know, I, I yeah. don't know. It, it could be. But, well, all I know is I haven't seen much of him since then either. I agree with that. Um, I, I need you to tell me three things that made you smile. The sun, the stars, the moon, and, and reason number four, the thing that makes me smile is the anticipation of going to Hawaii. All right. I, I don't want you to get too excited, all, all Ma. And I don't want you to get too excited and be let down. I want you to just go there and just like, you know, chill and relax be, and be pleasantly let surprised. Be let down. I just that I'm going. Okay. I won't be let down. All right. I don't I want you to I mean, yourself. No, I'm not even talking about the things that I'm gonna do when I get there. I'm talking about I just want to go. Okay. I know you're gonna have a wonderful time, but I just want you. Okay. All right. All right. Number one. <laughs> okay, number one. Uh I love the, the pregnancy fashion at the Met Gala. Uh, like I said, especially Rihanna. I loved it. Number two. Alicia Keys invited Ralph Yarl, I think his name is Ralph Yarl, to um, a, a concert. Remember the, the guy who, the young 16-year-old boy who was shot by the 80-something-year-old man? Yes. Alicia Keys yes. invited him to a show. And okay. that was excellent. And then finally, oh, um, I stand with the writers of, you know, the WGA members um, for striking you know, like I said, the salary for TV writers has fallen by 23%. And we have some studio executives making over $800 million a year. It should not, that that shouldn't happen. I agree with you. Ma, I agree with you. And I support the writers as well. What do you, what do you and have to, up. what do you, you, is there anything you want to say before we go? No, you know, well, like I always say, I'm going to continue to say, Stay woke, watch the politics in the state that you're in. Let your voices be heard. Do not sit by silently and, you know, and allow our democracy to be stolen from us by a handful of people, by the minority, okay, by just a handful of people mm -hmm. who, um, you know, who do not respect or value, you know, the rights of others. Mm -hmm. So, you know, let your voices be heard stay tuned into everything every person counts we're all important continue to let your voices be heard when it comes to uh reasonable gun control laws when it comes to reproductive rights when it comes to voting rights and any other human rights that impact you personally and our communities at large Stay woke, stay focused, stay active. 
pick up your phone, text, dial, email, you know, be an active participant in democracy. That's it. Okay. Um, I agree with everything that you said, Ma. Um, I'm just looking forward to um, a nice vacation coming up. Um, we also are going to need to celebrate two years uh, of the Bambushi Happy Hour podcast coming up real soon. And um, I just want to thank everybody. I want to thank everybody for supporting us, um, for sending us comments, um, and just, you know, we love it. We love it all. Uh, the good, bad, and the ugly. We appreciate you, and um, we will be back soon. Um, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, and also on Facebook at the Bambushi Happy Hour, and also All Things Beijou. Subscribe to our YouTube page, All Things Peju, the home of the Bambushi Happy Hour. Email us with any questions or comments at info at bambushihappyhour.com. Be safe and we'll be talking to you soon. Bye. Thank you.